Hello, all you beautiful souls out there. I'm excited to be blasting through your headphones, your car, your computer, or wherever you are here on the Sacred Ancestry podcast. And I'm your host, Thomas Worm. So yeah, we're going to get right into this. And there's a few uh, stories here in the news that I really want to talk about. And of course, you know, this isn't uh, your CNN stuff. This is a lot cooler. So one of the things I saw was... uh, in Oregon, there's been a whole bunch of cattle mutilations going on the last month or so. They've really popped up uh, first time since the 90s. And I just want to quote the Oregonian here. Uh, Colby Marshall, vice president of Sil- uh, Sylvie's Valley Ranch, explained just how difficult it would be have been to bring the bulls down in a recent interview with the Oregonian. How somebody put these bulls on the ground at what would be arguably a fairly close range to do it in a way that didn't leave any signs, no trace, evidence, no footprints, no struggles, no marks from the animals, no broken limbs. I have no idea. So that was posted in the Oregonian, uh, an interview with uh, one of the ranch vice presidents out there in Eastern Oregon. And it's, it's really interesting. These cattle mutilations, they haven't been popular since the 90s. Uh, a lot of work that Linda Moulton Howell did back then, uh, mostly in Colorado, and everything that she talks about is that these these cattle mutilations are so odd because there's no trace of what happened, the aggressors, nobody knows. And most of the cattle show up with uh, tongues taken out, uh, one or two puncture bite marks, uh, the anus cut out, and some organs taken out. And the, the cuts are so surgical that they're not really explainable. It's really interesting. So yeah, think about that. Cattle mutilations in Eastern Oregon going crazy right now. Okay, another one here I saw. This is awesome. Smartphones are killing the planet faster than anyone expected. So buying a new smartphone uses more energy than using your existing phone for an entire decade. Man, that yeah, that made me think a lot. Uh, wow, maybe I shouldn't be upgrading my phone. Uh, maybe nobody should be upgrading their phone every maybe every two three years, right? Not not every six months. So. Yep, keep your phone going. Don't crack the screen. All right, here's the next one. NASA Voyager 2 spacecraft beam back. Unprecedented data from interstellar space. Indicates a mysterious extra layer outside our solar system. And this is just so awesome. I I love this space stuff that's going on right now and all the, uh, the Voyager going past our uh, all the planets all the way out as far as it can go onto the edge of really interstellar space. It's really, really neat what that uh, is doing. So you can find all these stories in the show notes. Uh, Also, coastcoastam.com has all this. Um, And of course, they are the best late night radio show. So pop into Coast Coast AM anytime you can. So here on the podcast, I really want to talk to you about uh, why technology is giving you anxiety. And this is uh, something I wrote in my book, uh, Overcome Anxiety Like a Hero. And it's so important. I mean, anxiety is really a huge problem in our culture right now. You know, you never know the next war, the next politic, political disaster, the next mass shooting. Like everybody's just so on edge all the time. And I wanted to really talk about how our technology, our smartphones, our computers, it's all just embedding fear into us. And and if we have some more awareness of what the news is doing what newspapers all the media out there really it's uh it's fear embedded 
stories. It's it's uh, all by de- by design, I think, in a lot of ways. But yeah, so why is technology giving you anxiety? Well, the first one, you know, is really uh, our morning routine is a lot of people first thing they wake up and open their phone up and check their emails, check their Facebook, check check all their uh, their phone stuff right there in the morning. And the first thing they're seeing is is war stories, uh, violence, you know, the latest thing on on the news with CNN or whatever they're looking at, mostly Facebook or Instagram. And those stories, you know, they're hitting you first thing in the morning. And, you know, as a hypnosis practitioner, like I, I understand our states and, and when you're just waking up, you're really in a light trance, you're in a really suggestible state. And those stories are going straight to your unconscious mind. And that's, that's a lot of, that's a huge reason why we're so scared all the time is because first thing in the morning, we're opening up our phones and we're just getting these fear messages embedded into our unconscious minds. And it's, it's an epidemic out there. You guys, this, this anxiety is pretty serious. Everybody has it. Everybody's cutting off each other or flipping each other off in traffic or getting angry in the grocery store line. And it's just, you know, we're above that. We can change our world. We can change our, our state of being here on planet earth and, and be more loving and and compassionate. And that's, you know, that's what this podcast is all about is really upgrading the vibration of, of you, you that's listening to this podcast. I really want to help all of you out there, just raise your vibration and be healthy, safe, and happy. Yeah. So another thing, you know, the first thing in the morning is you're looking at your cell phone and you're really setting that intention that I want fear. I want the news. I want to feel not so good today. That's, that seems like the attention out intention out there when, when, uh, you know, I'm talking to other people is, is looking at that, that fear-based media every single morning. First thing it's really, you're making the intention of, I want my day to be scary. Um, you know, what if we change that to, I want my day to be beautiful. I want my day to be full of grateful, amazing things. I want to love today. I want to feel good. I want to eat healthy, you know? So it's all about changing those intentions of what you want your day to be to, to live that best day of your life. You know, I guess sometimes what I say is, uh, is really our cell phones are, you know, anxiety alarm clocks. Like, you know, we get a notification and it's just like more anxiety. You know, we check our email, more anxiety. Yeah. So I know I'm beating a dead horse here, but, uh, I really do believe that technology has given everybody anxiety and of course, you know, we're going to get into EMFs and 5G and all that stuff later. Um, but, you know, I think another big thing is is the addiction. Uh, you know, there's science out there that says that really they're opening your phone and getting updates and, and checking all that stuff is as addictive as heroin. Uh, and when I read the science article on that, it really blew my mind of, wow, this is this is a serious problem of being addicted to Facebook, to Instagram, to Messenger, to all those apps that you're waiting for a notification, you know, that phantom ring, like, wow. It's just being addicted to digital media. I mean, can you imagine putting your phone down for 24 hours or turning it off for 24 hours? Or, you know, there's a lot of retreats out there that are doing, you know, a 21 day digital detox. Like, wow, that sounds awesome to me. That, that would be really cool. Did you hear your cell phone ring? Did you hear that phantom ring back there? 
No? Okay, somebody did. I bet somebody just felt a phantom ring because we're talking about it. Yep. And really another another piece of this is is looking, you know, Instagram particularly at all the beautiful photos and everything's photoshopped and perfect, but it's not reality. And we can, you know, sometimes compare ourselves to these photoshopped ideas of what reality is, of the most beautiful travel blog or the most beautiful model, male or female, doesn't matter. It's we're all comparing our body images, our our wealth, our travel status, like whatever it is we're comparing, you know, it's really hard uh, for some people to realize that that stuff's all Photoshop, that that's not real, you know, that nobody is looking that perfect. It's all computer generated. And when we compare ourselves to that, it's, it's a huge thing to realize that that's not real. This is real life where I'm at, you know, where you are. That's real life. Instagram is not real everything's photoshopped uh looks beautiful i of course you know scrolling through once in a while it's like wow this is so amazing so many beautiful places in the world and i, I am grateful for instagram for that of just showing showing me all these beautiful places and beautiful travel and yeah you know i get excited to go travel somewhere that's that's one of my things i love doing is travel i guess travel is my zen i like to say sometimes and you know Part of this too is is social anxiety is just so rampant out there, and one of the reasons is our social interactions are just you know we don't have a lot of human connection anymore. We're so tied into our technology that when we go to the store or we go to a community event and we actually start talking to people in you know face to face, it's it's uh, wow, this is really hard. This is different. This is not my computer. What do I do? I know people have felt that before because I know I have uh, just how do I not be awkward and and I've had that, you know, personal, uh, you know, anxiety and social situations come up before and, and it's it's really hard to learn how to talk to people normally now and not text mode or, you know, short words, but actually speaking in complete sentences and all that. It is a huge deal is really uh, looking at you know, social interactions and how we are treating each other and how to be part of a tribe and a community again. It's this technology seems it's really taken away our, our ability to talk to each other normally. And, you know, don't get me wrong that this technology is so beautiful. I mean, I'm, I'm glad I get to speak to you all right now on the podcast, but there's times maybe that we'd need to put it down for five minutes or put it down for you know, 30 seconds at least to really take a deep breath and be grateful for planet earth. Wow. Yeah. Planet earth. I love this place so much as cool and amazing as space travel and all that is, I would never want to leave. I love this planet so much. So connected to Gaia and, and really the soul of this planet and mother earth. And, you know, I, I, yeah, it's just amazing. You know, part of that other piece of, of the social interaction, we don't get that, you know, enough. And then we want everything right now. Everything's so fast on the internet. You know, you can post something and it goes viral or, or however you want to talk about it, but everything is moving so fast that the information age is just, everything's changing per second. So we want everything now in our real life and reality. And that's a hard comparison of, yeah, it's just life isn't instant like that. 
sometimes we have to work really hard and persist through through obstacles, through you know jumping through hoops, through just being persistent of what we want. It's never going to be instant like the internet, like we see on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all those. Nothing's instant in life. We have to slow down and really, again, be grateful for our breath, our water, our food, our planet, and everything's not instant. If And if it was instant, it'd be such a boring life, wouldn't it? You know, another part of this is having a really short attention span. You know, that is, that is something, you know, I guess I'm only mid-30s really, but uh, I guess millennials, you, I kind of notice it of people, you know, especially the younger folks, uh, you know, attention spans are so low because so thing, everything on the internet's moving so fast that, you know, an article now, a long article on the internet uh, is, you know, a hundred words, 200 words. It's, it's amazing. Like what happened to reading whole books or, you know, listening to something for a full hour or taking a long drive and listening to one album all the way through from start to finish and not, you know, changing songs every two minutes or, yeah, it's just really interesting. This attention span of our younger generations are are different than ours, I think. And, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, if there's anybody that disagrees, I'd love to, I know, I'm just curious about this. Like it seems, you know, I know my attention span's gotten worse over the last couple of years, like just getting more involved in technology and everything. And it's it's really interesting to see what you guys think. I'd love to hear about it. And, you know, part of it too, another piece of this technology giving us anxiety is is I know some people can't stop working, right? You have the email right there in your hand. You have the message from the boss right there in your phone and you just can't stop yourself from working or, you know, five o'clock rolls around and you should be done working, but you're driving home and you're working, you're eating dinner and you're working. You just got out of the shower and the first thing you do is you check your phone and you're working. You know, it's a, that's, that's not a great place to live. Working your entire day is not healthy, is it? I don't know. It's not healthy for me anyway. I got to go outside. I've got to do some meditation. I've got to do something creative. Like I can't just be working on my phone all day, every day. And, uh, you know, changing careers here from wildland firefighting to life coaching and helping others is, uh, and, Really, you know, I do work a lot with social media and it is uh, it is hard to stop working. That's something I struggle with right now is like, okay, I need to put my phone down even more. I need to stop working all the time. So quit checking social media all the time, right? It, I think it's, it's a epidemic right now for everybody. Um, so we don't need to be working 24-7, do we? I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, it's interesting, huh? So something else I really wanted to bring up here and just bring your attention to is, is EMFs. And I know some people may say that's a whole bunch of woo woo or whatever you want to call it, but you know, we are energetic bioelectrical human beings. That's really how our body is in reality. Uh, at least when you start talking about, you know, Eastern medicine and energy medicine and Reiki and all those things like the, the human body has a lot of electrical things going on. And part of it is, you know, those EMFs, those radio waves from cell towers, from Wi-Fi, 
from your smart meter on the house, from the local transistors and the power lines, like all those radio waves are just blasting our bodies all the time. And it's just crazy how much of an effect that has. Have you ever noticed that when you go outside or you go camping for the weekend, you just feel so much better? Like all your anxiety is gone. You sleep better. All those things, you just feel like you could take a deep breath outside going camping. And it's just like, wow, this is awesome. Like I feel fantastic right now, right? That's That's how I am. I don't know about you, but anytime I'm camping, I can sleep well. I feel amazing clean air, just seeing the trees, listening to the water, seeing the animals. It's just just going outside and getting away from the, the EMFs. Uh, it's just it's just such a beautiful thing. And, you know, on top of that is, is the 5G rollout. And, you know, there's not a lot of science out there saying that it's bad for you yet. Uh, I'm, I'm convinced I don't want 5G in my house. I don't want the smart meters on my house. You know, that's my decision. I, and I'm curious what what all you guys think about 5g, but you know, I don't want that blasting through my body or through my family or anything like that. And it's really, you know, everything that I've read or seen, uh, is really a lot of places that they're installing these 5g cell towers, you know, all the trees are dying within a couple of weeks, all the birds are dying around, uh, the cell towers and things like things like that, just from the, their, uh, EMF radiation. That's so intense from the 5g and, you know, really, it's just a couple couple clicks down from, you know, military-grade type energy weapons. So, you know, my question is, what what are they doing out there with with uh, this 5G rollout? It is, it's interesting, and it's, uh, I don't like it, but, you know, that's the future, I guess, for, for everybody is the 5G. Curious to see what you think. Leave a comment. Yeah, I'd love to hear about it. And, you know, that really gets into how can we feel better with, with the Wi-Fi and the EMFs and the 5G and all that hitting us all the time. And, you know, some of it is, is going back to nature and grounding. And one of the best things about going outside, like I was talking about is, is why we feel so good is that there's so many negative ions just pouring out of the earth and flowing through your feet into your body that it changes your whole energy system. And it just calms your nervous system down. Everything, your energy starts to realign into its original instructions, the way it's supposed to flow. And these negative ions just clean up all that, all that negative energy, all the negative thoughts, and all that stuff just flows away because you're relaxed and you're at ease. And you can get in a flow state so much easier when you're outside. It's such a beautiful place to be. And, and grounding is all part of that. When you walk outside with bare feet or just lay on your back or go camping and really go outside and, and feel better. It's those negative ions. And the more exposure we can all get to those negative ions passing through our body, it really does rebalance the whole human body system. And, you know, one of my favorite things to do is, you know, go outside and, and hug a tree or, or exchange energy with a tree or even talk to trees. I mean, they have amazing things to say if you really, really listen to them. Um, you know, another thing you could do is uh, standing meditation out in the woods, out in the forest. That is incredible. You just really connect to the mycelium mat uh, in the forest and really get a, you know, a connection to all the trees around you. And you can really just sense of how amazing the forest ecosystem is. It's such a beautiful thing to do is standing tree meditation. And 
And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you know, it's really simple. All you got to do is, is stand, you know, uh, hip width apart. So your feet just natural where they're going to be slight bent in the knees and just relaxed body, but you want to have a straight spine and almost like there's a string on top of your head, kind of pulling your, your head up just so it's nice and straight. And then really what you're going to do is raise your arms up to about chest level and like you're holding the ball out in front of you and, and your elbows want to be bent and you really just want to relax and just sink into that. And then you just stand there and just stand there for with your eyes closed and focus on your breath for two minutes. Like just do it for two minutes and you'll feel a shift in your body. And, and if you can go a little bit longer and more advanced, you know, five, 10 minutes and really focusing on flowing your energy into the earth and receiving, you know, it's almost like a loop where the energy is going to flow out of your feet into the earth and you're going to receive in a wave energy that's coming back in through your head, almost like an orb or a magnetic field like you would imagine around the earth. Uh, it's the same, same property as this energy is flowing through you into the earth and back around into your head. And it's just so nice to really ground and focus on the energy flowing through your body and just feeling amazing. Oh, I love, I love standing tree meditation. It's fantastic. Um, so there's all sorts of things like that in Qigong and Chinese medicine and yoga that really focus on the energy system of the body. And that really gets back to our sacred ancestry of what are we, you know, and that's something I wanted to explain to you guys too, is a sacred ancestry idea is, is not necessarily indigenous cultures. Of course it is, but the other part of it is like our sacred ancestry of being human, of being something higher than this human body of these thoughts and modern technology. Like we are light beings, spiritual beings experiencing a body. Uh, that's our sacred ancestry. That's, that's the truth out there. Uh, you know, the yoga Vedic texts talk about that, you know, the Kumus and Huna and Hawaii talk about that. The ancient Egyptians talk about that. You know, every major indigenous culture out there is talking about just being light beings and that we come down every whatever hundred thousand million years to experience a human body. And we're supposed to learn and learn what we can on this planet to take it back to, to the spirit realm. Uh, that's, that's pretty far out there for some of you maybe, but that's, that's uh, what I experience on a day-to-day -day basis is just connecting to that source energy, that divine energy, that sacred ancestry and really bringing it down to, you know, into the physical realm to manifest more unconditional love, more compassion and moving, you know, this planet into just more unconditional love and more compassion as a whole. So we can heal our planet. We can heal our relationships. We can heal our bodies. Uh, yeah, such a beautiful place to be right now. Uh, so much consciousness is raising, rising. Uh, it's so beautiful. And I'm so happy you're all here with me on the podcast. I'm so glad you're listening because, you know, I'm just offering what I think. That doesn't mean it's real. You know, you can think whatever you want and that's real. So we all have our own realities and, and I hope you learned something today. And, you know, I'm so glad uh, to be a podcast host. This is so exciting. It's like a dream come true. So, you know, there's going to be more, more podcasts coming up. And I can't wait to share more about, about energy, about health, about wellness, uh, 
you know, about everything that I've gone through the last two or three years to really get here to where I feel I'm able to help people. I'm, I'm here to coach and really build people up and create a, a bigger world of more unconditional love and more compassion. And that's, that's my main goal. And especially with my platform, Mountain Mind Tricks, uh, you can find that on Facebook. Uh, you can friend me on Facebook, uh, Thomas M. Worm. I'd love it if you supported me on Patreon. You know, I really need to get some better uh, recording equipment and, and uh, so I can start getting some uh, guests on here. And yeah, I'm really excited to just take this even further. And I would love your support on Patreon. And you can find me on Instagram at Mountain Mind Tricks and Twitter, Mountain Mind Tricks. Uh, yeah, and we'll see you out there on social media. And I would uh, love to talk to you more. So leave a comment, friend me, uh, hit me up on Messenger, uh, send me an email at uh, mountainmindtricks at gmail.com. And check out my website, mountainmindtricks.com. And if you go over to uh, Amazon, you can find my books, Internal Leadership and Overcome Anxiety Like a Hero. So all you got to do is uh, go to the search bar, go to the Kindle store and type in those titles, uh, Internal Leadership and Overcome Anxiety Like a Hero. There's the two books that are out. I've got one more book coming hopefully in January, and I'm really excited about this uh, project. It is going to be a major, major project. The books is coming. The book is coming with a guided meditation series that's going to go hand in hand with the text and really just be a step-by-step guide on how to uh, awaken to being a light being. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be called uh, Awaken by Heartfire. Yeah, really excited about that book. So, yep, stay tuned. Uh, Check me out, and we'll talk to you all soon. I love you. Stay healthy, safe, and happy, and have a beautiful rest of your day, night, wherever you are in time and space. And we'll talk to you later.